What's up, everybody? Welcome to the UR Story Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Huff Jr. And, um, you know, here at the UR Story Podcast, we just have different guests come on where they share their stories. They share some life experience they have. They share, you know, just things that they've been through. And, you know, by hearing their story, it can help you with yours, which doesn't just affirm the fact that you're part of the story, but affirms the fact that you are the story. And, um, you know, I know there's a little bit of a different intro this time, but I I just did a Instagram live interview and uh, did with my boy RJ. You know, he was the first guest that I've had on that I didn't originally know before launching the podcast. So that dialogue and the conversation we had was just a different vibe to it. But at the same time, it was just a great conversation because, you know, it was coming from a place where there, there weren't necessarily any expectations or a plan for the episode it was just smooth sailing it was just all natural all authentic and everything and you know this is just a blessing to you know just have had a, have had him on so you know i encourage you to just listen to the whole thing you know there's so many gems that we dropped in this episode that i just feel can bring about encouraging encouragement to you and you know other things like that so if you're watching on youtube uh go ahead and hit that subscription button hit subscribe uh, turn that post notification bell on so you can be notified whenever new episodes come out and like the video leave a comment i love to hear what you think about the episode what you think about the podcast as a whole and you know other ideas and things like that it's things to talk about um, if you're listening on one of the streaming platforms apple Podcasts or spotify or even google podcasts um, i encourage you to just follow the the the, the podcast on there and leave a rating, leave a review. I just love to hear what y'all think about each episode and, and stuff like that. So it'll just be a great help. Again, you know, I, I'm just so blessed to be able to share the word of the Lord on this platform and just to see the growth that it's had over the past couple of months has been amazing. And it's all glory to the most high for that. So, you know, I just thank y'all for that. And, you know, I encourage you again to listen to this whole episode. It's just so awesome. And you know, stay tuned. Enjoy. Peace. I mean, to be honest, man, like, um, I mean, it's, it's really just like the Zoom call. I just wanted to go live because I wanted my audience to, you know what I'm saying, experience what this is because this is something I've been kind of waiting to do for a long time, like just giving out my t- testimony. And I don't take it as a coincidence that God even led me to your page, bro, because I just started my business and I just started, I just took that leap of faith to where I was like, okay, look, I'm going to really do what God is calling me to do for real. Like, I'm going to step out on this limb and stop being scared and do it. So the fact that I ran into your page, it was like, okay, he's trying to show me that, you know what I'm saying, let's go ahead and get this ball rolling. So, like I was telling you, man, I really appreciate you for, you know what I'm saying, uh, reaching back to me and allowing me to be on. Yeah, man. And, you know, I was thinking about it, too. You know, it for everybody listening, like this is like work, like this is weeks. You know, we've been, this has been in the works for weeks now. I think you have reached out at the beginning of Feb, like beginning or mid February, somewhere yeah. around there. And crazy thing is like the platform has grown a good bit since then. Yeah. It's still pretty small, but it is grown a good bit since then. And, uh, you know, I, I had someone on there, someone I met in college. He was, he's the director of this Christian organization I was a part of on campus named Sam. And that, that uh, episode I did with him, that's the one that kind of put this on a little bit of like a trajectory. It was kind of stagnant at first. 
but then that one it kind of went up a little bit and i had posted one of the clips on there on instagram right and that one it it started going up a little bit more than the other post did and so i think uh that kind of put that, that engagement kind of put it on your page on instagram to what when you saw it and then you reached out and like i said the platform was a little bit small back then right. but now it's a little bit bigger right and so i think that's good because now that it's a little bit bigger and more eyes and ears are on it you know there'll be more people that could potentially be impacted by you know your story and your testimony and stuff like that so i it all worked out man no better time than now i think it all worked out because uh, you know i had someone on here a couple weeks ago and she was like you know life just be lifing right so we've we've had to reschedule a few times mm -hmm. but now that you know we're doing it now the platform's grown a good bit since then and so there'll be more people to uh to be able to hear your testimony hear your story and just hear this conversation man so you know i appreciate you for being on here for you know taking the time to to just share man you know yeah oh. man uh that's what it's all about man uh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off now you good you good yeah I was just gonna say, man, yeah, this is what it's all about, man. Um getting this word out, man. Like once you fully accept this journey, and I know you know what I'm about to say, man, like once you fully accept this journey, there's a like life hits you for real. So like like you said, it's taking us a long time to get here. Uh man, I started a new job and working and I know you told me the same thing and different family issues, like all of these things come up, man, and although, you know, like you said, life be life and Sometimes it's the enemy that allows these certain things to happen because he knows what we're capable of and what we're really trying to do with our brands, our podcasts, our lives, like everything that we just continue to do to like show God that this is this this is it, man. Like, and I'm getting chills just talking about it, man, because although I've known God my whole life, I literally just really fully surrendered my life to Him for real. Like, as of December, like, really just fully devoted my life to him for real man yeah and so i you know I, I like to do something i like to do with people that come on i like to remember when and how i met people mm -hmm. just to see you know how far the friendship or relationship or stuff has come right uh you're the first person i've had or that i've interviewed that i didn't originally know before the pod before i launched the podcast okay. and so you know I, I went into my my journalist bag a little bit, and so I did my research a little bit, and I was <laughs> I was looking at your page a little bit, and you know, kind of alluding to what you just said um, about it really kind of hitting you back in December. Mm -hmm. I saw one of your posts, and we we'll dive into it later. Your uh, uh your page and everything. Okay. But uh, one of the things I saw in there was you you said that you were you were sick or something was going on back in the time of december like that winter time mm -hmm. and so kind of dive into that like what was what was exactly happening then uh so man one morning i woke up and it was just you know what i'm saying a regular sore throat regular sore throat um i ate some ice cream that morning it was like nine o'clock in the morning I ate some ice cream um throughout the day like i said it was just a regular sore throat man so uh i just tried to do the little home remedies, get the little throat spray, stuff like that, to, you know what I'm saying, calm it down. Um, this sort of throat over the course of like a week and a half, I just sat up and, you know what I'm saying, I let it develop. I knew, I thought it was gonna go away, but like over the course of a week and a half, after that week and a half, bro, it got really, really bad to where I couldn't swallow my spit anymore. So I kept a spit cup 
up around. I had to constantly keep a spit cup around, bro. Um, I couldn't eat anything, no solid foods. So I started to try to do the, you know what I'm saying, the chicken broth thing and stuff like that. Couldn't yeah. do it. It burned going down. It felt like acid going down my throat. I couldn't drink water. It felt like acid going down my throat. Couldn't drink Gatorade. So imagine, I can't eat. I can't drink anything. So I lost a lot of weight during this process. But um, me being me, man, I don't like going to doctors. And I don't really, I'm not fond of medicine. So I just continue to do the home remedies. And, you know, I just, like I said, a week and a half went by. And it got worse. It got really, really worse, man. And uh, I went to the health clinic like twice. And because we thought it was strep throat, but uh, they ran a test on me, man. Didn't have strep throat, uh, didn't have any COVID symptoms or anything like that. So they ended up giving me just like different shots that they told me would instantly kind of like get rid of it. First time I went, didn't work. I went maybe like two or three days later. They gave me a different shot, a more powerful type of shot, like a steroid shot almost. Um, didn't work. And um, man, that, that, that strep throat, it just got worse and worser and worser. And then I started having like pains around my chest and my lung area. And um, it got hard to breathe, man. And uh, one night I was, I couldn't really go to sleep a lot. Uh, so one night I was sitting on the couch and I was, I was trying to breathe and my body was like, <gasps> so I was gasping for air, bro, like for like 30 to 40 seconds, just continuously. <gasps> and like my reaction, bro, I jumped up and I just ran toward the kitchen, man, because I was trying to catch my breath. And I finally caught my breath, man, and uh, that, that really scared me. And I, I, I thought I was going to die that night. So, you know what I'm saying? I hit my mom up and went to the hospital, and they ran tests, got discharged, and um, that was that. So continuously, man, just remember, um, I'm continuously going through this severe strep throat pain, but it's not strep throat. So um, my throat is killing me. Um, I'm having these spasms where I can't breathe for 30 to 40 seconds. And then on top of that, one day I got the hiccups. They were on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Maybe like two, three hours between each other. They would start, kick up, stop, kick back up, stop, kick back up. Um, that's, <laughs> that's when I really got scared, bro, because to continuously have hiccups on and off and they didn't stop. And this was maybe, for like a two week period where I like I had constant hiccups just <gasps> yeah <gasps> so I couldn't sleep couldn't eat my throat was hurting I'm having breathing problems and these hiccups won't go away doctors don't know what's going on um nobody knows what's going on everybody's giving me different home remedies and I'm trying everything I'm going to google I'm doing all of these things and nothing is working and it got worse man so the hospital they finally uh allowed they finally uh, admitted me in and I was in the hospital for like two weeks, bro. But um, during this time period, man, um, I, I knew who God was. And let me backpedal right quick, bro, because yeah, yeah. Um, two days before this started, I was doing a live um, interview with my little brother Chance on this app called the Wisdom app. And I was telling him, man, I was like, I find it very odd how, you know, I understand the wrath of God and I know why God allows certain things to happen. And although I've been through my fair share of trials and tribulations, why hasn't God really shown me his wrath? And in that moment, I was like, it's like my soul was telling me that something was coming or I just knew that something was coming. And I kid you not, two days later, that's when the source throw started and all of this stuff started, man. So I knew that this, 
this was happening for a reason, man. And I was so lost in the world and I knew that I had disappointed God so much that I came to the conclusion that, you know, this is the end. This is, you know what I'm saying? I know I've been out here messing up, so God is calling me home. Yeah. And I literally accepted death because the doctors couldn't tell me what was going on. Nobody could tell me what was going on, so I started losing my faith. And this experience, like, thinking I was going to die, completely losing my faith, but at the same time, realizing that I really had to lean on God to get out of this situation because, bro, being up in a hospital and being up, going to one hospital and them not having the right equipment to see what was going on, it scared me. So they had to send me somewhere else. And for me to go to a better hospital, a more advanced hospital, and for them to not know what's going on, like, what y'all doctors y'all y'all went to school for this like this is y'all yeah. profession like what do you what do you mean you don't know what's going on so they ended up telling me um they thought that i had torn my esophagus or my trachea so um they did all kind of x-rays man um and stuff like that and they ended up telling me that i had a lot of air trapped under my lungs around my neck and like around my shoulder area man and they couldn't even tell me where that was coming from so I got to a point where I was like, this is not the end, right? Like, get your faith back. Like, God is testing you. God is showing you that if you don't hearken to what he's trying to tell you, he will take you out and he can take you out. I'm so grateful for the experience because now understanding and actually experiencing, like, God's wrath, this is why this is my whole reason behind everything I'm doing, man. And I've played with God so much, like throughout my whole life. And so, like I said, I think I was close to death. It, it, it woke me up for real. But that was that call that many trials and tribulations, man. Like a lot of things you wouldn't believe that I've seen and that I went through, but none of that woke me up. He had to bring me where He brought me in order for me to wake up. Yeah, man. And yeah. Yeah, you know, something my something my dad always tells me, you know, sometimes, you know, life is gonna or or God is gonna hit you hit you with a two by four mm -hmm. to get yeah. you back on track. Right. And like he, he says that all the time because like every time uh I got I got four siblings, so we mm -hmm. he's always hearing something like things we're going through and right. stuff like that. And so, you know, whenever we come to him with the situation and stuff, it's not like he dismisses it. Mm -hmm. But he just lets us know, like, you know, hey, you know, sometimes you're just going to be hit with a two by four and it's just telling right. you to get back on track. And right. so, you know, with what you were saying with, you know, kind of just living by the world and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think it's powerful to hear something like, you know, when somebody's going through a situation like that and to see how it helped them to see God in that situation to kind of get back on track and get back on that path again. You know, Proverbs, you know, a few times throughout Proverbs, it tells us, you know, about the path and how it's a highway. And, you know, highways are long. So that path may be long. You may endure a situation for a long time. You may endure for a short time, but there's always a purpose behind it. And so, yeah, man, just hearing that and hearing how, you know, God led you through that, that's powerful. And I think that could help a lot of people right. who, are going, who may be going through a similar situation or, a completely different situation, but kind of like the same circumstances in a way. Right. Um, but yeah, man. And, you know, going back to the research thing, you know, like I said, I was in my bag. I did my research thing. <laughs> you know, I heard you say something and 
in one of your one of your posts, you had said that, you know, you getting sick was God's way of showing that he cared, cared mm -hmm. about you. Yeah, that that's interesting, bro. I, that's interesting because right. some people may hear that and they're like, how? Like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you say that, when you came to that realization, you know, what what do you mean by that? And how did you come to that realization? I, I love, love that question, man. But I, I just recently, and I can't remember who it was. I, somebody just recently told me that was like, when the enemy isn't attacking you, that's when you should be worried. Oh, so, oh, yeah. exactly, yeah, man. So, like, and when they said that, it hit me, and I thought about that exact um, quote that you just said that I that came from my post. Um, but essentially, man, um, to elaborate on it, it means exactly what I just said. But to me, like. If God didn't care for me for real, he wouldn't have put me in that situation, man. And I would still be the same old person that I was. But his grace and his mercy is so, so sufficient and so strong. And it's like he, 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 he never gave up on me, man, like throughout my whole life. And like I said, during that, during that time period, I, I lost my faith. I completely lost my faith. Like during this sickness, in the beginnings, like, I wasn't going to God. Like, I was trying to heal myself. So knowing and understanding and coming to the realization that, okay, God is bringing you through this because he's about to take you somewhere where you never imagined yourself going. And I always um, like to bring up the story of Jesus because he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. Yeah. The devil told him, I will give you everything if you bow down to me. But he never failed. He never fumbled. He stayed, what I like to say, he stayed 10 toes down for the most high God. Yeah. And just knowing that God was allowing me to go through this so that I could come out a better person on the other side, this was just my 40 days and my 40 nights in the wilderness. And I was able to overcome. Yeah. And I, I hear that, man. And, you know, it, I forget which scripture it is. You know, I, I can remember scripture, but I can't remember like the reference See, at times. Yeah. And then, that's me, bro. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the same thing I am, man. And I want to get better with that because, like, like even now there are scriptures that are running through my head that I want to quote, but I can't really just quote them verbatim. But I can give you like my um understand. Like, I can give you like uh, what am I trying to say? I can kind of the idea that that scripture or like what that scripture like the perspective of what it means i can give you that from my own words basically yeah i i hear that mm -hmm. i actually just found it uh it's james chapter one verse two where it says consider yeah where it says uh consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds and then the verse right after that verse three because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance right yes. and so I, I think there's, you know, when you really know God, like when you are just allowing his love and his presence and the Holy Spirit to just continue to pour into you and stuff like that, you know, when you go through trials and when you go through tribulations, you can see the joy in it because you know that God is using it for a bigger purpose exactly. and that he's using it for a reason. Exactly. And like it said, you know, the testing of your faith produces perseverance you know, when you come out of that, 
you know, it's almost like I like to call it an unstoppable faith because, you know, when you make it out of that out of that valley, you know, when God guides you out of that valley, you know, that perseverance can only grow from there because now when the next trial comes, you know, you'll be ready. You'll be able to recall, oh, God got me out of this. You know, there's a reason all throughout the Old Testament, God keeps reminding the Israelites, you know, remember what I did for you in Egypt. You know, I brought you out of Egypt, right? Because right. he wanted to remind them that if I did that for you, I'm going to do the same thing for you in this situation. And, you know, I'm the same God then, I'm the same God now. So, right. yeah, man, that that's powerful, man. Um, but you, while you were, while you were saying that you mentioned that uh, you, while you were going through that, you knew who God was. Um, and so that faith that you came out of it with, that obviously came from somewhere. And so my question to you is, before that moment where you were in the hospital and you were going through all of that, you know, kind of dive through the journey, you know, where you grew up, uh, that whole process. And, you know, pretty much before, before you fully committed your life to Christ, Um, no, that's a loaded question, but oh no, it's it's good, man. And I want to say this too, man. Like, you know, God tells us to pay attention to our dreams, watch our thoughts, and everything like that. And bro, it's an honor to be here. I want to say this again. It's an honor to be here because I've I've had the vision of me doing my testimony, my testimonial interview, like maybe two or three years ago, and to actually be here and you saying yeah. that. You hopped in your bag and you, you wanted to do your research and ask, you know, so you can develop certain questions that you wanted to ask me. You're you're asking the exact questions that I always wanted somebody to ask me. Like, so I just want to thank you for that, man. Like, so yeah, I honor, I honor, uh, I honor being here for real. But, um, as a kid, man, I, I grew up in the church home. So that's how it started. And in the church home, I was a junior deacon. And I was on the usher board. I sang in the choir. I would lead songs. I would have majority of the leading roles in church praise so in church plays so you know just to get the idea i was heavily active in church as a young jew a small yeah. jew, and it was fun to me man like i enjoyed singing and uh praying at a at altar call or praying during devotion and things like that man i, I enjoyed it it was fun now although i was kind of doing it for the wrong reasons which was okay so i'm young and around this time is when i'm starting to get interested in girls there were a lot of pretty girls at the church. So a lot of what I was doing, although it was fun, it was selfish because it was for attention seeking basically. But yeah. um, so it, it kind of fed my ego in the wrong way. It fed my ego. And man, like just singing and praying and all of these things, like I would have the elders in the church and other members of the church just telling me, oh, you give me the Holy Spirit when you pray, you give me the Holy Spirit when you sing. And me, I'm young, I'm ego-driven, so it's just hyping me up. I'm, I don't know what the Holy Spirit is at this point in time. I'm just like, okay, cool, you know what I'm saying? And uh, um, that's how all of this started. So it's like to reflect on my life where I am now, God was showing me back then where what he wanted me to do and the, the type of life that he wanted me to live. But the enemy was there. I was ego-driven. I was doing all these things because I wanted the attention from the girls. I love the attention from the church. Like, I want the spotlight. I want the limelight. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how all of this started. Um, we ended up, my family, we stopped just going to church for a minute. So that's when I kind of just strayed away from it all, basically. And 
I began to become more and more into the world. I began to want to fit in with the popular crowd. And although I was the kid in school that was cool with everybody, you know, sometimes we live in an identity crisis. Yeah. And I lived in an identity crisis a lot of years of my life. And I'm honestly just not really coming out of that. But that's a different conversation, man. But um, so I'm not in church anymore, but I still know who God is. Um, I get a little older. And uh, and even now, man, I go back and look at some of my old memories that I post when I was younger, and I would always post certain scriptures, certain spiritual posts and things like that. So it's like reflecting where I am now back then. Like, God was always there. He was always on that walk with me. So uh, let's see. Um, fast forward, man, to my college years. Um, totally in the world, not living for God anymore. Um, ended up flunking out of college. Freshman year. First semester. Like out of college. Um, this was, was 2015, and in 2015, I don't know what it was, but something in me was like, you got to get right with God. So, like, during this 2015, 2016, like, yeah, between 2015 and 2016, um, I was just doing a lot of spiritual, um, just spiritual work, man, like, trying to read the Bible, trying to get an understanding of who God was and what he wanted me to do. And that's when I came up with the brand, You Know You. And that's something that he placed on my heart in 2016. And I'm just now, you know what I'm saying, getting that ball rolling. You Know You is an acronym that stands for Enlightening Undereducated Notions Oppressing Intelligent Americans. So essentially, man, my platform, what it is, it's letting you know that God is who he says he is. And like the people in my generation, they kind of have a negative view about God. They feel like you can't live a fun and exciting life and still serve God. And what my platform is for is to show you that you can still be the creative person you want to be. You can still be the rapper. You can still be the singer, the dancer, the poet, the whatever your God given talent, whatever it is, you can still be that person, just use those gifts for his purpose. And that's what I want to show people. So, like I said, I developed that whole concept in 2016. Trying to live for God, but I had one foot in and one foot out. So I was <laughs> still in the world, but I'm still trying to, you know what I'm saying, live a life for God. Um, fast forward, man, uh, 2020, when the 2019, 2020, when the pandemic hit, completely living in the world. I knew who God was, but I was completely living in the world. So around this time period, I was into astrology a lot, numerology, um, tarot cards, you know, the whole new religion. That's what they call it, the, the, the new age movement. That's what they call it. So I was into yeah. that. And I completely had God on the show. I would only go to God when I felt like I needed to go to God. And like I said, I got into all of these things, man. And I was, although those things, they give you, a sense of positivity and you know they encourage you and they, they teach you the right things but it's showing it's, it's it's basically replacing the source you're looking for the source in all of these other things when the source is truly god so me going through that man um i thought i was on a straight path and although i was you know life was good there, there was still something missing i was still incomplete and i wasn't satisfied you know so i straight i I held on to that for as long as I could. The life path numbers, man, all of that stuff. I held on to that uh, as long as I could. But like I said, I, I still felt empty. 
I was still caught up in that same hamster wheel and I was questioning God like God why isn't why aren't you you know what I'm saying you showed you, you told me that you would never leave nor forsake me so I'm showing you that I want to be this positive person why aren't you doing what you said you would do you know what I'm saying and yeah. uh, um fast forward man just doing my research and stuff like that and just God placing certain people in my lives here and there I realized that what I was doing was like I said looking for the source of God which is God in all of these other things and God tells us that we, we shouldn't worship anything else but him. So, like I said, I was using the num numerology, astrology, all of that stuff. I was using that as the source. And I, I put God, like, on a shelf. Like I said, I would go to him when I wanted to. And once I realized that I was messing up damn bro, like, that's when and I went incognito, man. Like, I went off the grid. Like, I wasn't talking to anybody. I was off the gram. Like, I really had to do a deep cleanse within myself. And in 2021, I went through a uh, kind of a toxic relationship, man. But the relationship, it was so beautiful because after the fact, okay, let me say this. Due to that relationship, I was able to heal myself from childhood traumas, things that I had never, you know what I'm saying, talked to my parents about. And, you know, I had been depressed for so many years because of, you know what I'm saying, just certain things that happened in my childhood. But because of this toxic relationship that I went through, I was able to heal myself from that. And when the relationship ended, man, I got so much peace, so much peace. And that's when this 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 walk with God really restarted. So um, I want to say this right quick. Like, in order to really, of course, God tells us he comes here for the unrighteous and not the righteous. And you don't have to be perfect when you're coming to him. But I do feel like you do have to get to a point where you you. you of course, you have to separate yourself. You have to, what people like to say, um, ego death. You have to let go of your pride and your ego and all of that once you want to fully accept this journey because you can't have both. You can't live for the world and live for God as well. You can be in the world, you know what I'm saying? But, of course, we have to be here. But it's like, you can't have both. And that's what yeah. I had to realize. So, um, 2021, like I said, I, I healed myself and that's when I just started getting closer and closer, man. But one thing about me is throughout all of the years, um, I would go three to four to five, six months, you know what I'm saying, uh, on a spiritual high, like 10 toes down from the most high God, but then I would fall back into the same trap. So it was like yeah. I was caught up in this hamster wheel. And that can drive you so insane, especially when you know who God is for real, but you haven't like fully accepted him yet. And that's where I was. I knew who God was. And I knew that there was something deeper in me that he was wanting me to do, but I was so caught up in the identity crisis and people pleasing and just living for the world, man, that I was still blinded. Um, so let me see. Uh, last summer, man, I, I have to tell this because this is what kind of like clued everything together. Yeah. Yeah. Last summer, um, a relationship ended and I uh, was able to understand so i want to tell this whole story but i'm probably gonna do it at a later date so i'm gonna just go for it uh last summer man i was in an internship it was called quad w and it was basically an internship for mission work and um this guy <laughs> he placed this internship in my lap man and he's so strategic the way he moves man it's it's giving me chills and so i i get so warm and feel that we're doing when i talk about this man so 
just excuse me if I, you know, I might pause or, you know what I'm saying, I might shed a tear too, man, because God has just been so amazing, man, and to know the person that I was in the past and see who I am now and really see how he has worked in me, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, man. But this internship last year completely changed my life. It was a two-month internship, and going into the internship, I told, I told God, I was like, okay, I know this is something that you placed on my lap for real, like, I'm off. For it. So I told him I was going to do a two-month fast during this whole internship. So for those two months, man, I um, only drank water. Um, I ate I ate twice a day at 12 and then at 7. Um, every morning, I made it in my <laughs> Every morning, bro, I, I, I got in my journal, I got in my word, and I did a journal entry every single morning. I made it my number one priority to do that because – this word, it feeds the soul. And that's another thing that I want people to understand uh, with my platform is that although the Bible may have been rewritten over time, things have been putting out, things, I mean, things have been put in, things have been taken out. There are many different variations of the Bible. Although, though, although all of those things may be true, once you really know who God is, that word, it speaks to you. And what does G, what does yeah. God say in Genesis? The word, I mean, the world started, everything started with the word. God spoke. And when you're in that word, man, it speaks to you. It speaks to your soul. It speaks to your mind. It it cleanses you, man. So I made it my number one priority every morning to hop in that job. No matter how I was feeling, if I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, all of that, I made it my number one priority to do so. And um, like like I said, man, those two months, I was doing the fast. I was doing that. And also a requirement of the internship was to do community service. So I was working at the Boys and Girls Club. And I was the lead teacher for a class of like maybe 22 to 25 boys or something like that. Something I had never done. So God was taking me out of my comfort zone to really show me what he wanted me to do. And because of this internship, I learned the, the, the importance of community. And if you know the story of Jesus and his disciples, they went from town to town spreading the word of God to the community. So just keep up with me, man. Like, all of this is going to line up. So, like I said, uh, I'm learning the importance of community and actually giving back and actually, like, realizing that it's not about me. It's about the other It's about other lives. And the future, it, I mean, the, um, the kids are our future. So, him putting me in that situation made me realize that, okay, I have to appeal to the younger audience. I have to appeal to my generation. I have to let them know that what he's doing in me he can also do through you and he will you just have to accept it so that whole internship changed my entire perspective on life god and everything man and uh due to this internship like me just fully hearkening to his word for real like for the first even though i've done it before just me just doing it like for real for real like 10 toes down for the most hot god hearkening to his word completely he he gave me everything I have been asking. Hold on, did it, did it go off? Yeah, but it, you're back, you're back. Okay, okay, cool. Um, just him placing that in my life, man, it, it just made me realize that, like I said, it's not about me anymore. And uh, I, I learned the importance of community. It kind of threw me off when, I, uh, when it went like that. So I forgot the point that I was getting ready to make. But um, that internship, like I said, it, it switched my whole perspective. So. I was better. My relationship with God had gotten so much stronger, man. And uh, due to that, everything that I had 
I've been praying for it and asking for it over the course of five years. He gave me in the course of two months. So I was like, okay, like sacrificing your life to God, doing this fast, being dedicated to it, developing discipline, all of these things. Once God sees that you're doing them intentionally, he will give you the desires of your heart like he says he would, like he says he does in the Bible. And me learning that, man, it just changed everything. But still again, um, and shout out to Miss Jenny, man. I hope she's watching because uh, a week before the internship ended, she was like, RJ, you've been on a spiritual high this whole summer, but this program is about to end. And once you hop into that real world, it's going to hit you hard. And I was like, yeah. nah, Miss Jenny, I'm, I'm a different person. I'm not the same. <laughs> me. Like, this is, it can't happen like that. It's not, bro. When I say it ended in August, and like maybe the second week in August it hit me hard I was back in the world but this time it was kind of different I was back in the world but at the same time I was literally right there and he's always there no matter what but I can't really explain it man I was in the world and you know we have a thing called conviction and some people just call it intuition but you know when you're about to do something and you have that gut feeling that tells you you know you're not supposed to be doing this I had that yeah. feeling but it was stronger. I knew that it just wasn't my intuition. I knew that it was the Holy Spirit telling me, like, you know you're messing up. So, bro, yeah. I would even get to points where, like, I would tell God, like, God, I know I'm about to do this, and I know you know I'm about to do it, but am I really going to do it? Like, and if I go through with it, are you going to be mad at me? Or, you know what I'm saying? It, and it sounds, like, it sounds crazy, right? Like, most people would call that crazy, but this is just what it is, man. And uh, I want to piggyback, too, man, of, uh, during that internship, we ended up going to a church convention. And at this church convention, man, I had um, two two people prophesize over my life. And I never had that done. Uh, one of them was Courtney Smith. And I hope he's watching too, man. Shout out to uh, Pastor Courtney Smith, man. I love you, my God. Um, and it was another lady. but So they're prophesizing over my life, man. And they're telling me things about myself that nobody knows. They're telling me I've always, they're telling me things like, you always thought you were crazy. You always knew that you had a supernatural power. Um, you've been afraid to do what God is calling you to do, but he's about to break all of that now. Like, they're feeding me these things, man. And I'm just like, God is real. And that was the first time the Holy Spirit hit me like a train. But I'm talking about full fledged hit me as a train. And I failed immediately. I immediately hit the ground. And I was like, okay, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. God is real. But back Back to um, the middle of August, I was back in the world, man, but I knew who God was, and I was playing with him, and it was like, I felt like God was like, okay, I done brought you through all of this, I done showed you all of this, and you still gonna turn your back on me? Yeah. But me yeah. knowing that God says he will never leave nor forsake me, and he will always be there, and me also knowing that everything is written, everything Everything is ordained. God knows what you're going to do from age 2 to 22, 22 to 44, 44 to 88. He knows what's going to happen. But he also, so like, he gives us a choice of free will to make the choices. You know what I'm saying? So I knew I was messing up, basically, bro. I knew it. And I knew I was playing with fire. And that's, I would tell my, Chance, I hope you went here, man, because Chance knows. I would tell him every time we talk that Chance, like, I'm good, but I know I'm playing with fire. And I would tell a lot of people that, like, I'm playing with fire right now. And kid you not, 
December, that's when I got sick. I lost my job, and then the next week, I got sick. So that's kind of like the journey of my, how I, you know, started and where I am now, in a nutshell. Yeah. And, you know, that whole journey, man, I yeah. think I think that shows, that just goes to show that, like, you know, coming to Christ is essentially, like, that whole process is essentially just a, a transfer of ownership, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. I'm going completely from... surrendering, bro. Yes, you have to completely surrender your everything. Like, yeah, I had I lost friends that I thought I would never lose, bro. I I lost family. Like, they look at me different now. Like, I I lost a lot of things, bro. Material things. Like, I lost everything, but I gained everything I needed. If that makes sense, man. Like, I lost everything yeah. that my flesh loved and desired and lusted after, man. I lost everything. I lost all the attention from girls that i got man i lost my <laughs> i lost everything bro but i gained the greatest relationship and experience that you can ever gain as a human on this earth for real bro for real yeah and that's yeah what i want to show people man like the people that are watching man i don't know who in here because like my eyes are closed you know what i'm saying i'm 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 really in this man like but I play with God so much, bro. Like, I should have been there a long, long time ago. And I just had an old friend I saw in Walmart uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was telling me he, he was – I consider him a prophet too, man, because he was speaking over me. He was telling me things that I had never told anybody. And he, he himself was like, God, should, God was supposed to take you out a long time ago. You were supposed to be dead a long time ago. And, I, and, I've, known, and I've known that, man. But to still be here and to – be where I am now and the people that are watching like y'all know what type of lifestyle I used to live man like I wasn't just no criminal out here but I've had my fair share of you know doing sinful and evil things man you know what I'm saying and to completely like look in the mirror and be like man and I couldn't do it alone I tried to do it alone so many times and you can't do it alone it's not gonna happen you have to surrender because if you don't surrender, you're just gonna fall into temptation again, man. Like this flesh is powerful, and people 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 take spiritual warfare for granted. And spiritual warfare is at an all-time high right now, man. And especially when you 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 accepted this calling and accepted the journey, and you really want to follow Christ for real, it gets even ten times harder because the enemy. What people don't understand is, as much as God is real, the devil is real as well. Yeah. And as much as God has a plan, the devil has a plan. And yeah. when you make these certain choices, you're either fulfilling God's purpose or you're fulfilling the devil's purpose because I mean the devil's purpose because as much as God gives blessings, the devil gives blessings as well, man. So it's all about having that discernment. Yeah, that that's true, man. And you know, it like you were saying, when you fully surrender, you can start to see you know, the change in your life. And, you know, it, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say, you know, if you don't see a change in your life, then something's wrong. You kind of have to, you know, evaluate and see if it was genuine, if it was real, you know, second Corinthians five seventeen. therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be, you, you, it, the change has to be evident. Like you, it's got to be real. And, not saying that you have to go out and prove to people, but at the same time, I think people have to kind of 
of see the change or at least at least you know kind of get a sense of oh you know Gabe is Gabe is acting different today or RJ is acting different today you know what I mean and so (laughs) yeah man it and, and you know that when it and you know Unfortunately, it may come at the expense of, you know, some of your friendships, mm-hmm. you know, because some people may be like, oh, you know, he's changed. So I don't even want to be around him anymore. Right. But like, and there's like that, that, there's joy in that. Oh, my bad, my bad. No, yeah, I was just going to say there's joy in that because that can kind of just go to show like, okay, I'm willing to let that go mm-hmm. because God is so much more important than that. Exactly. But, uh, what were you saying? I was going to say, man, yeah, it, uh, it takes that man because he, he he wants that intentionality and as humans we get caught up in so many things man and i like to tell people that like once you fully accept this journey you have to rewire your, your whole brain you have to unlearn everything that this matrix has taught you because everything yeah, yeah. that you've literally been taught from birth up until where you are now whether it be on media in school or whatever and we can go down that rabbit hole but i'm gonna keep it light man but you have to rewire your whole brain because we get so accustomed to this world. Like, what does the Bible say? We're born in sin and wrapped in iniquity. So we don't have the choice to, you know what I'm saying, be exposed to spiritual warfare and things that will take us away from God. But it's that intentionality showing him that I'm willing to give up these friendships, give up these girls, give up give up alcohol, give up whatever it is, whatever that's hindering you and taking you away from God. I'm willing and able to sacrifice this because I want that genuine relationship with you. And yeah. it was baby steps with me getting toward, I mean, going towards it, but because um, one thing about me, I was into uh, like, I wanted to be a music video director. So I was always around certain artists and things like that. And in that whole music industry phase, we know, I mean, that, that whole music industry, we know how evil that can be. So that's what was key keeping me captive for so long, bro. Like I was stuck on this worldly concept of me being this famous music video director and things of that nature, man. And although I knew I wanted to do podcasts and talk about real topics and talk about God, it was like, I was ashamed to do so. Man, it took me so long to start doing those uh, daily bread shorts, bro, because I was yeah. like, what are people gonna think of me? I'm saying like people gonna look at me like you were saying people gonna look at me different people gonna be like oh he's a jesus freak oh he's a he finna be knocking on my door uh asking me do i want to come to church and this that and the third you know so yeah i'm still living my identity crisis but it's like god i want to live for you but i'm still holding on to this thing so slowly but surely bro he started taking away business partners from me um relationships friendships uh associates man like everything just started slowly just fading away and i knew that <laughs> i knew that god was calling me to do something um way more than what i thought because it's like this 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 whole media thing man is my passion it's been my passion for for as long as i can remember really my whole life i, I just know i'm just destined to do you know I, I was destined to do this media thing man so um me wanting to just use my talents for my selfish reasons instead of God's reasons, he had to show me. And like I said, bro, this is my passion, but I would have points. I would, I would go through these seasons where I was like, if this is my passion, why, 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 why am I not having fun? Like, 
it's, it's draining me. Like, why is it like this? This is something I love to do. Like, why am I uh, burning bridges with people? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it, it, it was just crazy, man. And I didn't understand why was it like this? Like, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. Why is it not satisfying my soul? And people would tell me all the time, man, you're a beast at this, you know what I'm saying? You're cold. You should be way up higher than, you know what I'm saying, the level that you're at now. Like, people have told me these things, man. And it was just, that's, that's not what God was calling me to do. I was pleasing self instead of pleasing him. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, before I jump to, before I get to that, what you just said, you know, something that you had said before um, about that spiritual high, you know, mm -hmm. something that I think, something that I've learned from that, you know, because you're on that spiritual high, and then you kind of fall back into the temptation, fall back into the world and stuff right. like that. Yeah, something that, I, something that I learned, you know, when you're on that spiritual high, it's at that time throughout that time you're just focused on god and so right. that god is like all that's being poured into you that's right. all you're exactly. thinking about all of those other distractions mm -hmm. are out the window and then once that you know whatever it may be like a retreat mm -hmm. or church on sunday or anything like that once that's over the wednesday night service or anything like that once that's over and then you go back into the world now you're being exposed to all these other things and you start thinking about the temptation mm -hmm. and you fall back into the world you know, something I learned was, you know, instead of thinking about, instead of trying not to sin, focus on God and then he'll work it out, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of, uh, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. like, instead of just trying to be like, oh, okay, let me try my hardest not to sin. Because in reality, by doing that, you're trying to combat that temptation with your own flesh. Right. But when you focus on the Lord, when you just put it in God's hands... I think that's when you'll start to see the change in that. So, you know, my my advice to anybody that has like the spiritual high and everything, you know, you're on that spiritual high because you're completely focused on God. Kind of like when you were fasting, you know, you're just fully surrendering right. and focusing on God. And so treat life kind of like a fast where right. you're just focused fully on God. And then I think that'll help to keep that spiritual high going on to where Instead of it being a spiritual high, it becomes a spiritual reality. Right. I love and then, that. Uh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, man. And then to the last point you just made, um, you were saying that, you know, you're, you feel that you're living out in your purpose and stuff like that with, mm -hmm. you know, your media page, your business and everything. And that's something that I, you know, fully agree with what you said. You know, something else that I heard you say on one of your, your posts was that you don't have to live boring life you know a lot of people have it christianity is like this all oh, you just sit there and you just like read all day mm -hmm. you know and i had i had a long time family friend on here a couple weeks ago and you know god god doesn't intend for this walk with him to just be boring to where you're just like reading all the time although that's important you know mm -hmm. god may be calling you to you know, go to a basketball game or something right. and spend spend time, you know, spend much right, yeah, needed time with you know, know, your family member that's in town. Yeah. And, and so, you know, with that point, you know, my question to you is with with your with your business and everything, what made it, I guess, what kind of went 
into your you, you coming up with the mission to let other creators and other people know that you know this walk you can you can use your gift and enjoy it while you're in this walk if that makes sense yeah it does and this is something that i also tell people man like it's crazy all of your questions are questions that i've already said like when somebody asked me this i might have to answer for it or somebody has already asked me but yeah essentially just like this man uh we come from the creator who created all of uh, us. so yeah. we all have a we all have a natural vibe and sense to want to create something and share it with the world because we we're created in his likeness and in his image it's no coincidence that we love to create so me understanding that I want, I like, I love, I'm a creative and I love telling all my creators this because we come from him and he is the creator. Um, knowing that I have this natural desire to want to do this and put this out. Why do it for the world when I can do it for God and really fulfill my purpose? Yeah. Because um, essentially, I mean, I feel like everybody wants to fulfill their purpose. We all ask the same questions. Why are we here? Who is God? Why, 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 why are we here? What are we here for? And although the Bible tells us that not, not everyone is called to, you know what I'm saying, preach or spread the word of God, we're all called to serve him. So whatever your creative skills may be or talents may be, like, in some way, like, once you fully give your life to him, he's going to show you how he's, how you can use those tools that he gave you for his purposes and not yours. And that's essentially what it's all about. So although like like i said my platform is like you said um to show creators this it's not just for creators man it's just for everybody because like i said we all we all have a creative niche we all do i don't care what it is like you can be you can work at a factory job and be the best person in that job and that might be you know what i'm saying what where god wanted to place you because you never know where your assignment is going to be like i said man like yeah and that's that's just essentially like how it came about yeah, I hear that. And I, I think that's special because, you know, with I, I think it's and I, I always reference, you know, some of the people I've had on here before, because all of it is that's why I call it you are story, because mm -hmm. all of these stories, you know, they can be related to they can, you know, be married to each other. And right. you could like post stuff from other people's stories and, mm -hmm. you know, marry it to something that happened in somebody else's story. And it all relates. You know, I had my cousin on here a couple months ago and you know we were talking about you know he he's a he has a a, a music label and you know that's like his passion that's what he that's what he does that's what he loves to right. do and he said their mission for that it wasn't like you were saying you know your your business isn't just for yourself it's not just for creators but it's for everybody you know something i really like about his my cousin's label is that it's not just you know out of a selfish ambition or it's not mm -hmm. just yeah. for they're not just putting themselves in a box to where it's mm -hmm. only for certain people like it's exclusive you know they want to make music for everybody that anybody can relate to that anybody can listen to and just you know hear and just be impacted by and i, I think that's what makes you know certain businesses special when the the vision is like mission based based on who they can impact not just oh i'm trying to make money from this or i'm trying to uh you know just do this do this just for you know just to 
make myself feel satisfied or stuff like right. that. You know, they actually have a big goal right. for this. And so, um, yeah, man, and that that's why I love doing this podcast because, you know, I I want I wanted to make a community. I wanted to, I guess, steward a community where anybody can ship in, anybody can come on, anybody can share their stories and stuff like that. And just recognize that people can be impacted by your story. Right. And, you know, the reason I started this was because the thing and this was something I posted on the Instagram page too. something that always hindered me was my voice. You know, I always did other mm -hmm. things like I did sports. Um, yeah. You know, I played some instruments like piano and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. so I was I would always kind of let my actions and those things do the talking for me. And uh, definitely. Same. But the, yeah, man. And, and the thing I was always afraid to do was, you know, be on a platform like this and talk and stuff because kind of like what you were saying, you know, all people are going to look at you weird, like, right. you know, who who's going to who's going to listen. And, you know, something else that hindered me, too, was because I've, I've kind of had, you know, a straightforward life. You know, I've had my fair share of issues and trials and stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, and I was talking about this with the person I had on my episode, my friend I had on my episode last week, um, you know, I don't really have in society's eyes, my story is just kind of regular. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you grew up in the church church you became a christian you just did that because that's what you were supposed to do like why wouldn't you become a christian if you grew up in the church right and it's like you know something that god showed me was you know i was able i had the opportunity to share my testimony at church and at on call in college and so many opportunities opened up from that and that was god showing me that okay your story matters you know people want to listen to you there's a, there's people out there that care about your quote-unquote simple life you know what i mean right and so that that inspired me to you know start some other things like i have this other blog called the reclassified yeah. it's the reclassified.com where i put like just blogs and just kind of just stuff that god shows me and you know just like a devotion type of thing and then you know this podcast oh, yeah. too oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and other things like that man so yeah man that I, that's why I, you know, appreciate what you're doing, you know, to try and help people. Yeah, man, to to just help people realize that you can you can do something like you that creative, that creative characteristic that is in everybody. We were made in the image of God, like you were saying. God is the creator. We were made in God's image, so we do have that creative trait in us. You know, right. go out and do it, and right. and just. Just do it for the Lord, do it for people, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul and your mind and love one another, you know, go out and use your gift to right. fulfill and follow those commands. And so, yeah, man, I mean, I appreciate you, you doing that, man. And, you know, I guess my other question to you is what are some of the changes that you've seen within yourself after starting that business? And what are some of the impacts that you've seen in other people that have you know been impacted by it with it in their lives and stuff like that um man in my life for one it was able to help me like because we we, we can sometimes get caught up in like the social media hype and i was 
one of those persons that kind of got caught up in the social media hype. Like I was always on here posting, you know what I'm saying, things and stuff like that. But one thing this 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 business helped me kind of understand is that Instagram is, I feel like Instagram is for exactly what we're doing, man. Like this is why you should be on here. Like if you're given a platform and you're given and you have like X amount of followers, like use it to promote something positive something that's going to hold some value in the long run and me just transitioning my, my life and understanding that instead of using my platform to promote what I was promoting, use this same platform to promote what God wants me to promote, you know what I'm saying, and fully fulfill my purpose. And um, yeah. like I said, I, I was ashamed to do this at first, man. I was scared. I didn't want to, I didn't want people, I didn't want people to look at me different and think that I wasn't the same person. Like, although I'm the same RJ. I'm I'm not who I once was. I am a new creature. But the lives of other people, man, like, which is the reason why I'm doing this. And I always said, even before I started, that if I can impact the life of, of one person and they surrender their lives to God because of words that I've spoken to them, I'm satisfied. So I don't care about the views. I don't care about who sees it, I don't care about who shares it. Like, of course, I'm going to send it to the people that I feel like need to hear it, but this is genuinely me expressing verses that, some of my favorite verses that I feel like people need to hear, and I'm just giving you my perspective on what it means and how I apply it to my, my life or how you can apply it to your life. So, like, you, you asked me, how have I seen it affect other people, man? Like, I've genuinely had a fair amount of people DM me and be like, I needed to hear this today or this helped me get through X, Y, Z. And um, there are two people that in January, I actually helped them regain their, their relationship with God, man. And that brought me so much joy, man, because this is what I'm doing it for. We were talking about it earlier, how it's not about self. And if you know the story of Jesus, it was never about him. Like it was always about other people and like, like I said earlier, he, he's here for the unrighteous, not the righteous. And that's who I want to appeal to, man. Like, the type of people that I, I talk to on a daily, like, not even on screen, I talk to people who are really out here in the streets. Yeah. I talk to homeless people. I talk to people that are living a sinful life because these are the people that need to hear these words, man. And I'm just so fortunate enough to the life that I've lived in the past. I've always had God in the back of my mind so I always got to hear that voice even though he put certain people in my life to so I can hear certain things that I need to hear even though living in the world I always got to always know that God was still speaking to me even when I didn't acknowledge him so just knowing that I knowing that my words from my mouth knowing who I used to be and just witnessing this transformation everybody witnessing it as well like I I get so much joy man from people just telling me like that i've helped them because that's what i'm doing this for like like i said it's not about the views it's not about the money it's not about how successful it's going to get although i want it to be very successful yeah yeah i got to yeah. a point where it's not about the money anymore it's not about the money at all it's about discipleship it's about spreading this truth and i just consider like me and you bro i consider us modern day disciples because we had to overcome, just like the 12 disciples overcame their trials and tribulations and had to rewire their brains and rewire their lives to follow God, we had to do the same thing. And it's all about just adjusting accordingly as you move on in life, man. Like, you're always going to go through trials and tribulations. Like, and once you fully accept this, those trials and tribulations get harder. But 
your discernment gets stronger. And like I tell people, man, I don't have any bad days. When a trial or tribulation comes my way any day of the week, I come at it with peace because I know it's either a test of my faith or it may be spiritual warfare trying to interfere or whatever the case may be. But I'm able to come with to these situations and instantly come up with a solution. And I don't get mad. And the Bible says, be slow to anger. So I tell a lot of people, man, like, don't let nothing get, get you angry, man. And uh, I have a cousin. He told me a few years ago um, that he practices something called avoid of emotion. And what that essentially means is, like, every time you, 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 you witness and every time you feel an emotion, evaluate it. Like, think about it. Like, why are you having this thought? Or why are you feeling this certain way? And if it's anger, slow down. Like the Bible says, be slow to be angry. Be, be slow to anger. So just that's, <laughs> I get so much joy from it, man. But yeah, I've people have been telling me a lot of things that, you know, my, my, my content has been able to help them out with or help them overcome certain things. And I have, yeah, have and to, I want to say this too, man. I, I took a pause for a while because I had to just sit down and reevaluate, you know what I'm saying? Like, what I was doing and who I was really doing it for because I almost kind of got distracted. But in the midst of that distraction, I had a great sense of discernment and God was like, I'm not going to let you mess up no more. Like spiritual warfare is trying to get you to mess up, trying his hardest. The devil is mad at me right now. And I know that the devil is extremely mad at me right now. And every single day, like I'm decoding this matrix and I can see when he, I can see his attacks. I see all of his attacks 10 times before they even come in. When I say God is, God will move through you. He will move through you. Like this is, this is for real, man. But yeah, bro, I've been able to help a lot of people, man. And I'm just so honored that people reach out to me because that's just what it's all about. That's what, that's what I'm doing this for. Yeah, man. And that's what's up. I, I can tell that you're a kingdom man. You know, something I, I was, I started reading this book called kingdom men rising. And, you know, the reason I can tell is because you said, you know, the devil is mad at you right now. And the first line in that book says, uh, not verbatim, but just kind of right. like paraphrasing it. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, pretty much what Tony Evans is saying in that book, I want to be the type of man who, when I wake up and put my two feet on the floor, the devil's like, oh, crap, this dude's awake again. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? definitely. And so, yeah, man, that that's what's up. You know, it's... <laughs> It's funny knowing that, like, you know, the devil tries to use his attacks on you and stuff like that. But you mm -hmm. know that you got God behind oh. you, that lion that's oh, yeah. behind you, ready to just deliver you from that. So that's what's up, man. And, you know, to, to your to your other point, um, you know, back to, um, you know, the back to some of the DMs that you said you've been getting from people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that's one of the greatest compliments you can get. You know, as, you know, obviously as a Christian, but just even as a person, like just somebody telling you something as simple as thank you. Right. You know, thank you for helping me. Thank you for making my day. Thank you for doing this task for me. Thank you for helping me do this, anything like that. And I, I think that, you know, that type of mindset when you just want to help people as much as you can and you're not too worried mm -hmm. about getting a reward for it, that's like the essence right. of significance. And, you know, something I heard somebody say is, you know, chase significance over fame because, you know, fa being famous is, you know, everybody knows who you are. But when right. you're when you are significant, that's like, OK, you know, you're actually 
striving and making an impact in people's lives. And so, yeah, I think when the mission for any any business or any endeavor or anything like that is more focused on how much you can help people, right? Instead of, you know, how instead of only focusing on yourself, you know, not saying not saying you you should neglect yourself and you know anything like that. The Bible tells you to love yourself, but at the same time, when you can focus on other people, that that's that's impactful and powerful. Looks like someone had a question. You said somebody had a question. Hold on. Yeah. This is the first. How time. do you both? How do you both feel about Romans twelve and two? Do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You you want to elaborate on it first, bro? You want me to go? Uh, I guess I could talk about it first. Yeah, that that's actually one of my favorite my favorite verses. Same, same. Man. You know, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And then the verse can, continues to go and say, you know, so you can test and approve the will of the Lord. You know, the good, perfect, pleasing will of the Lord. Right. And, you know, what I think, you know, Paul is telling us in that it's kind of like this whole conversation that we've been having, you know, right. every yeah, definitely. Time, you know, from what we've both been saying, you know, every time that we were conforming to the patterns of the world, life was just not saying that being a Christian is going to make life easier, but you're not necessarily you're you're just making it harder on yourself when you're conforming to the patterns of this world and you're doing what this world wants instead of what the lord wants and you're not living like a purpose-filled life you know what i mean so mm -hmm. um you know when you go through that process and when you allow your mind to be transformed and renewed by the lord you know i, I like to say this to people every work the lord does is powerful and so when you allow him to transform your mind, I don't think it's something that you can easily just like put to the side, you know, kind of like what you were saying earlier, you know, the closer you got with God, it got to a point where it was, you were, when the temptations came, you started having that voice where it was like, oh, you know, should I do this? Should I not yeah. do this? Should I do this? Should I not do this? Yeah. And something I, something I heard somebody say, it was a perspective, you know, the closer, it's funny, the closer you get with God, right and temptations come your way and when you fall into that temptation you're thinking about god and pushing him out of your mind in other words right. like the closer you get with god you have to think about him to get him out of your mind you know what i mean because that connection is so strong god is so powerful and that connection with him is so strong that when that temptation comes you have to literally like try and just get him out of your mind and then right. you fall into that temptation so yeah, that ver that ver there's a lot to unpack in that verse, but yeah, what do you think about it? Oh, uh, man, uh, everything you just said, man, I completely agree from your perspective, man. And like you said, we essentially, this is kind of like what our whole um, talk has been about these past couple of uh, hours or whatever. But um, essentially, man, like just re like reading this verse and comparing it to the lifestyle that I used to live, um, I was caught up in what I like to call a hamster wheel. So when I was telling you, I would go these like three to five to, I mean, like three to six months, like fully on the spiritual high, then I would fall back into the world. It's because I wasn't intentional. So like this verse is telling you, like, you have to be 
intentional because intentionality is the only thing that's going to separate you from living amongst your flesh or living amongst your spirit. And the flesh is so strong and powerful, man. And it goes back to what I said earlier, like um, we're born in sin and wrapped in iniquity. So from birth all the way up to our current age, we get caught up in so many things that take us away from God that we think is normal. And we're not allowing God to transform us. We're allowing us, I mean, we're allowing our flesh to, you know what I'm saying, fully take over. And that's where I went wrong a lot. But like you said, man, this is absolutely one of my favorite verses as well. But in a nutshell, that's just essentially what it means to me. Like you have to allow God to come in and rewire your brain. You can't do it alone. And that's what a lot of people think you can do. You can't do it alone and you can't do it through any outside source. You have to do it through the creator and him alone. And then you'll, he'll, he'll eventually like help you see your way through because he did it for me. Yeah, I, I, man, like I said, I, I wasn't just a criminal or just the worst person alive. But when I say I was living in the world, bro, I was living in the world, bro. And like still trying to, you know what I'm saying? Thinking I'm still pleasing God, but I'm still a part of the world, man. Like, and that's why that's another reason I feel like why God wasn't going to allow me to do the podcast and everything that I want to do until I fully step out of the world because Otherwise, doing this, I'm contradicting myself. I'm a hypocrite, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third. So I have to I have to fully surrender and sacrifice myself in order to really do that. And that's what this verse is kind of telling me. Yeah, and e- even um, just with, like, sin and stuff, you know, you know, we're called, you know, they, you know, repentance is pretty much just, like this verse is saying, transforming your mind. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't obviously, you obviously don't want to keep making the same choices right. over and over and over again. And so in order for that to happen, you know, your mind has to be transformed. Your mind has to be renewed. And, you know, it's like uh, pretty much renewing. When I think of renewing, my mom, she's in the books. She's mm-hmm. likes uh, going to the library and stuff. And, uh, you know, when she renews the book, obviously, you know, you get a whole new uh, amount of time that you could have the book before you got to renew it again. So I think this renewing of the mind, kind of like when you have to renew that book, it's like a constant Mm -hmm. process. Right. You know, when uh, you can't just be, you can't just, I guess, um, be content. Mm -hmm. You know, you constantly have to keep going back to that source, you know, Jesus, the vine. Man, I want to piggyback off that, bro, because... Like, even me, bro, <laughs> even me in the past, but I see it in a lot of people, they feel like, okay, I'm going to try this thing with God for three days or a week or whatever. And as humans, like, my boy, uh, my cousin JD's in here right now. He taught me that, he taught me this thing called instant gratification. And that's what we want as humans. But God doesn't work like that. And he tells us many times throughout the Bible that everything is done on his time and not ours. So, like, when you're accepting this journey man like you're not going to get those blessings that you think you're going to get right off the bat signing up i i don't like saying it like this but man signing up for this once you sign up that's when all the trouble start for real but it's yeah it's like you have that you have that holy spirit and you have that presence like i was telling you like i come at all trials and tribulations with a sense of i already know what i have to do they don't harm me they don't affect me they don't cause me to be depressed or anything like that so like you said, man, it's so easy to get caught up in this flesh daily 
So, and that's why I call my, my, um, my shorts daily bread because it's daily bread that you need. Just like people say you have to eat every day, you have to constantly, like you said, renew your mind and you have to meditate and study on this word every day because it's easy to get caught up in the flesh. And I'm a firm believer in that because I saw what happened in, in my life throughout the span of my whole life. I fell back into that trap, but then I would renew my mind maybe three or four months later and continue to renew my mind just a little bit, but I will fall back into the trap. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I agree with that, man. You know, cause it, I, I tell people, you know, every, every, it, it's so serious mm-hmm. that like every second you spend, you know, outside of the presence of the Lord, you know, you're in danger in terms right. of like, you know, severe danger. And like you could, you're in danger because those, that spiritual warfare that you were talking about, you know, you're allowing a, a door to be open. All the, de- all the devil needs is this much, bro. Like all he needs oh. is this much. And it's like water coming through a boat. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's little droplets at a time, it, it adds up, you know? And so, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, take that sword and use it every, you know, use it every day, man. And, you know, I, we're human, you know, I, I, I admit, you know, I miss some days where I, I don't study the word mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just so, right. I'm so busy, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah, every time, you know, I pick up the word and read it and stuff, like, it's just illuminating, bro. Like, something yeah. new is revealed to me every time. And so that's the value in it, man. You know, every time you pick the word up and, and read it, you know, something, God, God is not just going to waste that time. He's going to use it for something, right. you know, even if it's just as simple as a reminder Right. You know, God's gonna use it, and so, yeah, man, that that's powerful, bro. That's 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 powerful, man. I ha- I have a short example on uh what you just said, man. So like, I paused on my daily shorts because um, I started working this factory job, and you know, I told we I told you earlier that God will put you, He'll put you anywhere for your assignment. And me getting this job, man, I love the job. Never pictured myself doing this type of work, and I told myself earlier this year anyway that I was going to um free myself from the nine to five thing and you know fully devote uh everything into my business which I'm still doing but God stepped in and said you have an assignment here and I've only been there um Monday will be my third week there man and um um I've already had conversations with people that you know walking into a job you wouldn't necessarily think that you would have with people man and he literally has an assignment for me there, man. I love the job. Uh, the money is the money, bro. <laughs> and it's not about that, but God also knew that I needed a source of income. So he placed me there. And I just said that to say this, man, like, um, God will give you everything you need, man. Just use what he has, use what you have right now to the best of your ability, man. Like and he, everything else, he'll, he'll give it to you along down. The, I mean, uh, later on down the line, when, he feels you're ready for that because like i was saying that instant gratification man we think we want it we think we need it right now right now right now and that's where i've fell short so many times so that's another thing that with my platform i want people to realize yeah and you know adding to that too um that instant gratification you know it can Mm -hmm. it can cause you to sometimes it can cause you to be anxious it can cause you to to worry you know we're told in the gospels, you know, seek ye first the right, seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Until you, and then, yes, sir. 
you know, the verse after that, it, he tells us, Jesus tells us, you know, tomorrow's going to worry about itself, you know? Right. And so. Worry about today. Exactly. And so, you know, with, with, with that, you know, as long as we're, you know, I, I tell people when you're seeking the kingdom, what, what's going to, what's going to be given to you is going to be given to you, you know, even if it's not in your story, you know, God hasn't written it in your story to give you a ton, you know, when you're seeking this kingdom, you're all you're gonna have everything you need because God is just a provider. He's gonna give it to you, and so yeah, I agree with that, man. And you know that, that that's why it's important to put that first. Mm-hmm. And then you know I, I like to I heard somebody say it like this before. It's like that that top button. You know when you look at the Ten Commandments. You know the first commandment is Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Right. You know not saying that you should break any of the other ones you know i mean we we sin every day mm-hmm. you know but yeah you know we all fall short to the glory of god yeah but if you don't have that first command though like if god is not number one then it's like none of the other ones even really matter at that point right and and you know i tell my brothers you know i heard this before it's like that top it's like a top button of a shirt if you get that top button wrong no matter how you button the rest of the shirt up it's gonna look it's gonna look weird it's not it's right. not gonna be right so you got to make sure you have that top button correct and then you know you, you can work on you can work on the rest and you know god will help you to put that all together and stuff like that so Definitely. yeah that's that's what's up man i mean overall this has been a great this has been a great conversation man oh, you know yes, sir. i yes, sir. You know, like you we were talking about it before you know I'm definitely going to have you back on here, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to keep this conversation going. I feel like, you know, a lot of people are going to be impacted by what was said. And this can this can really, you know, spark some movement right. in this generation, I feel. Right. And so, yeah, definitely have you back on here, man. I, I'm looking forward to partnering with you on some different projects. I, I, th- I think I, I had, while we were talking, some ideas were going through my head. And so, mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, same here, bro. Same here. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think you know, I definitely want to partner with you again, man, and you know, kind of work on some stuff in the future, man. But mm-hmm. you know, again, I appreciate you being on here. Appreciate you sharing your story, sharing you know some of the wisdom that God has given you, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I like to think of life as a like a conversation. You know, God is always speaking to us, right. and it's up to us to respond. And so. You know, in first in in the book of Samuel, you know, when he was when he was with Eli, and Eli was kind of like mentoring him and stuff. You know, God was calling him, and Samuel thought it was Eli, so he would go to Eli, and then Eli would be like, "No, I didn't call you." And that happened like three times, and then finally Eli said, "You know, next time, next time you hear it, you know, say, Lord, your servant is listening.'" And so that's how I think of life. You know, I feel that life is just. God is just always going to be speaking to us. And it's our job to just, sometimes it's just good to sit down and say, you know, Lord, your servant is listening. So yeah, man, I, I feel like this conversation is going to help a lot of people. And, um, Definitely. you know, again, I'm looking forward to partnering with you and talking, talking with you in the future, man. And, and I feel like we could, we could do something, man, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. God, God doesn't, he doesn't make mistakes and nothing is ever a coincidence, man. Uh, Oh, bro said he had one more, I guess, before we end it. But I do want to say, yeah, appreciate you for having me on, too, bro. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you for being on, man. Yeah, well, 
address this question whenever it comes up. That was a good question, though, with uh, Romans 12, too. That was. That was. That's my cousin right there, too. Oh, for real. Yeah, well, that's shout, shout out. Shout that's out. the yeah, that's the one that um I was telling you, he um brought the void of emotion to my attention and then the instant gratification. Yeah, that's him right there. Oh, hey, shout out, shout out to you. Probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, typing it. He probably okay. of Samuel 36, chapter 30, verse 6. I was going to say, yeah, when you find it, read it all out for me. Yeah, I'm going to go into it right now. It says, uh, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. So, read that you know, one more unfortunately, time. Unfortunately, you don't mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. It says, uh, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters, but David found strength in the Lord his God. Okay, okay. So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't know like the entire context behind this. Mm -hmm. Um, the title of like that chapter says like David destroys the Amalekites, and so, so I don't want to make I don't want to assume right. So uh, I guess I'll just kind of I guess I just kind of address the last part of that verse. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Yeah. You know I I think it's kind of like you know your story a little bit yeah. because it says David was. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So David was clearly going through some type of trial mm -hmm. in this situation. We here, bro. We here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it says that he at the end of the verse it says, "But David found his found strength in the Lord his God." And you know, David was. It sounds like David was weak in that moment, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Paul, Paul tells us you know, that the Lord showed him my strength is, I, I don't know how exactly how it goes, but pretty much my, the Lord tells us his grace is sufficient for us. You know, mm -hmm. it's made strong in our weakness. You know, our weakness right. is God can show his strength through that because when you're going through a situation like that, you know, when somebody is just being, life is just beating them up and it's putting scars all over them, you know, when you rely on the strength of God, you know, he allows you to keep on walking right. and people pass by you and see those scars. You know, the scar could be, oh, he was, you know, maybe he was going through a situation in school or yeah. oh, maybe he had just lost his job, but he's still happy. He's still, you know, like the Bible tells us, David was a man after God's own heart. Right. Yes. Know? Yes. And so you can and that, that's what i love about the bible you know i heard billy graham say this you know something that he loves about the bible is that it's the holy bible and because it's holy it tells the truth about these people right you know because if it was written if it was inspired by if the bible was you know fully inspired by man 
you know, somebody may have just have wrote, oh, David, he defeated Goliath, and he was the great, one of the greatest kings to ever live, and that's it. Right. But the Bible also says that David was looking at Bathsheba. I think mm -hmm. that was her name. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But he was looking yeah. at her taking the shower and stuff, and then he had her husband killed and got her pregnant right. and stuff yeah. like that. I tell you people know? that story all the time. I love this story, bro. I love that story. Yeah, man. And, and that's what's awesome about the Bible is because it, it it just goes to show that God is so gracious that mm -hmm. he... And none of these people were perfect. Yeah, none of them were perfect. And, and God was so gracious that he still allowed and guided and led David to the purpose that he wanted David to fulfill right. and stuff like that. And so I I don't know if that answers the question, but what, what do you think about it, man? Uh, uh man, briefly... I know we were getting ready to end, so I'll keep it kind of short, man, based yeah. off what you said, uh, my situation. And then even looking at what bro just said about uh, how he thinks is how people, um, they they look at it. Hold on, let me see. When he said, I think yeah. people look for support from other people. So yeah. given my situation, like I said, um, I completely lost my faith at that moment. And I was in great distress, just like David was. And I was looking to, to compare to what bro just said, I was looking for my strength and my help through those doctors who couldn't tell me what was going on. Mm, so yeah, given yeah. that I lost my faith, I was depending on them. But that light bulb sparked and I was like, hold on, you know what? God is doing due to my due to my father, man, and uh, my my support team and just other spiritual people, I was able to realize that um God was God had to do this. It had to happen. I had to go through this. And like I was saying, I was depending on those doctors instead of depending on God. But when I got my faith back, I relied in his strength. And my dad taught me something about self-healing. So I'm in there. The doctors are giving me all these these uh, my drugs in my IV and medicines and things like that. And although it's working for maybe two to three hours, I had to learn to fully um, depend on God's strength. And I started praying, praying every single day. And even in the midst of me being in there, bro, when I got my faith back, I was at peace in there. I was happy. I got up every morning with a smile on my face. Um, you know, people always say, if you look good, you feel good. And I told my mom that one day, the day I got my faith back, that was the first day I jumped up early in the morning, bro. I, I got ready as if I was getting ready to walk out that hospital because yeah. I had gotten my faith back. And I stopped depending on those doctors and relying on God's strength. So I love this verse, JD. I'm glad that you put it on here. It's a verse that's new to me. But to be able to read this verse and compare it to a situation that happened in my life, that's another reason why I'm so fond up on the Bible. And this is why I'm doing this on my platform to show you these are real life situations. And these are real life stories. You can go to that book and it can show you how you can make it through X, Y, and Z or how you can really please God and serve God. So this is what we're doing this for, man. And once again, I appreciate you for having me on. Um, I definitely see us doing great, great things in the future, man. And just Godspeed, my brother. I I love you, my guy. Facts and appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Love you too, man. And you know, I appreciate you for being on here. And I'm gonna make sure to uh, I'm gonna make sure to put all of all of your uh, your business links and all of that stuff and put it all in the description. Okay. You know, for anybody who's listening, uh, make sure you check out. Make sure you check you. It's Unoya. Yeah, my bad, man. You, Unoya. Hey, and before we go, so yeah, yeah it's it's Unoya. It's almost like saying you know ya, and mm -hmm. that's kind of a a wordplay that I have with it, man. It's a lot, but yeah, it's Unoya. 
media and eunoia is a greek word that means well-minded beautiful thinking and it's the um it's the goodwill service that a speaker cultivates between himself and his audience so if you can understand that and understand my story you'll understand how god placed that word in my head in 2016 gave me the acronym that i told you about and it's like the word the definition and everything that it stands behind it just fits and it reflects everything that i stand for and that's also what i want to show people like nothing is coincidental in life god doesn't do all of these things for a reason and like i said he gave me that in 2016 and i didn't really fully start it until 2023 so it's not about your timing it's god's timing but right. i'll leave it right there man yes you know your media and everybody that's uh watching uh make sure you give my guy a follow at your story podcast um he does this with a lot of people man and it's just really really great content man that people need to hear yeah definitely man and you know once again appreciate you for being on here and yes, sir, like man. i like like i keep saying i know I know somebody's going to be impacted like this. And like you were saying earlier, even if it's just one person, that's a success. And it's a success because, you know, I've saved the amount of people you've saved, which yeah. is zero. It's all God. So, you know, I, I put all of that impact in his hands. God is going to make it happen. So, you know, right. again, I appreciate you, man. And, you know, stay stay blessed, man. I, I'll, I'll talk to you soon, bro. And, you know, see see where it goes, man. Yes, sir, man. Have a good one, bro. Yeah, you too, bro.